Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Polygon Show. I'm Simone DeRochefort, video producer here at Polygon.com. I'm joined by my co-hosts, Allegra Frank. I still haven't figured out how to introduce you guys. <laughs> I like that you hesitated. <laughs> I'm like, am I going to say She also pointed. Name, is she going to say She just, like, name? thrusted her hand at me and then, like, was silent for a second. Yeah, as that... if you forgot my name. Who are you go. people? Allegra Frank, go ahead and let's just do a do a round. And then I have a question for you guys as usual. Do a round? Go around and say your gosh darn name. Oh, I have to say my name now. <laughs> okay. You just said Allegra Frank, go and say your name. Do it. Okay. Now I'm just Allegra do it to Frank. please me. I don't Thank know. you. Okay. okay. What are you who are you? What do you do? Oh, I'm a I'm a senior reporter. That's pretty cool. Chelsea, who are you? <laughs> who am I? This is always the question. I'm Chelsea Stark, at, and I'm a news editor at Polygon.com. I'm Ashley Ohm, my social media manager at Polygon.com. And you're my favorite mom. Ashley, a really important question came up today that I think just begs to be addressed. Um, and this is something that's pretty near and dear to my heart, so I definitely want to like talk about this seriously and in, in depth. And it is... Which video game character would you wrestle? Is this a friendly wrestling or is this like a no. aggressive, like, I aggressive need Aggressive to... and or sexual wrestling. Oh, man, I wish I was prepared for this. I'm sorry. It actually, it sprung up for me during the Overwatch stream that we just yeah. did where we asked people their ideal Overwatch date. But, like, we already did that. We've hashed that out. We, we have the perfect dates. Whatever. Just I look mean... at our mentions on Twitter. Oh, God. <laughs> I think I would wrestle Widowmaker, actually. I think that would be a really fun, vicious, and then maybe sexual time. She would literally snap your neck with her thighs. But, like, I could, too. We could have That's a contest. Fair. That's fair. She could also step on my neck. With her stilettos. Yeah. Wow. I'm discovering See? something new about myself. <laughs> Chelsea, what about you? You look thoughtful right now. I'm thinking so hard about this. I want to wrestle the king of all cosmos. Because I feel like he could do some really cool things with that weird long head of his. You could are just, we like, come over. once again? I know I said aggressive and or sexual, but I will point out that wrestling is an art form. No, form no, but I, I meant I meant an art form because again, you could just like flip him over with his giant long head oh. because it's a roll. It's like he's a. It's like a. Okay. It's shaped like a rolled up yoga mat. Right? He's also really, really big though. He's also he? doesn't he? <laughs> he is broad very large. Allegra, go big or go home. Whoa, I'm like. I'm learning a lot. I learned a lot about Ashley, but I'm also learning a lot about Chelsea and her <laughs> image of herself that she can wrestle the king of all cosmos. Whatever. <laughs> Doesn't he have big shoulder pads? He's or got am I mistaken? big shoulder pads. I mean, he just seems like a. He like you remember like the cutscenes with the prince, and he would literally be like on prince, his dad's palm. But the prince starts out the size of like toys in the tiny yeah, room. Yeah, and his dad is like the size of the planet. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. It's good to it's good to dream big. Okay, I, I like that, Chelsea. You're taking the size and viewing it as an also advantage he, for you, as opposed to and he barfs rainbows. That just seems like. Good for everyone. So you'd like slam him into the ground and put him in a chokehold and he'd just be puking rainbows all yeah, over you? like black. And then you'd be ready to go to Pride. Allegra, who would you wrestle? Um, okay, my first thought was Kirby. Oh, That's a bad yeah. idea. That's oh, why. He would, you get one single digit in his mouth and he sucks you up and then he becomes you. I didn't think about that. So then my you other fool. thought, <laughs> all I thought fool. was like he's light and I'm weak. But yeah, he could, and he can turn into a rock. Okay. Look at that. Look, light doesn't help either. Like you hit him, he flies fifty miles, and then he comes back in the night when True. you think he's gone, and he sucks you up, and then he becomes you. My True. other thought was Ditto, but that probably Again. has the same issues. Oh my I feel God. like Ditto Allegra. would be kind of slimy. Ew, it'd be very slimy. Yeah, I don't know if I want to touch Ditto, but he'd probably turn into me. That would be weird. Why can't Choke you I'm doing like lady wrestling with myself? I'm, I'm learning a lot about you too. Whoa. Actually, I, if you fight yourself, then you know all your weaknesses. Yes. You, Ditto doesn't necessarily know your weaknesses because Ditto hasn't been you forever. Ditto was a fresh Allegra. Can you imagine? Because you know when Ditto like turns into a Pokemon, it's like that Pokemon, but with dead eyes. <laughs> yeah. Just oh. like perfect black oh. eyes. So just no. imagine me with like a black soulless eyes what? and a big Ditto mouth. I want to Photoshop this for all of us. Oh, no, I, don't. I also wanted to put your hair on a Kirby body and your glasses. Oh. That'd be so cute. That would be really too. But yeah. then Kirby would destroy you. I, I feel like I, I'm going to wrestle. Um, 
Ch- what if I like wrestled the main character from Shadow of the Colossus? He's a child. Hmm. You would beat him. Hmm. Sora? You wrestle Sora. I'm only wrestling 12-year-old boys. Oh, my God. Or I would love to see you wrestle Sora. Oh, my God. It's the God. only way that I can win, Allegra. But then Sora will climb your back and find your weak point and then... Wait. Sora from Kingdom Hearts? Oh, yeah. He what would, if you wrestle Donald Duck from Kingdom Hearts? There. There it is. There it is. He's useless. His wand just waving in the air uselessly. He wouldn't even be able to heal himself. I would rip God his little God knows he can't off. do that in the game. Literally anyone in Kingdom Hearts would be yeah. so good to wrestle. Yeah. I would definitely wrestle any Kingdom Hearts character in either an aggressive and or sexual way. Not Sora. Not Sora. Or Goofy or Donald. Not not those. Just aggressive. Only aggressive with them. <laughs> Let me back it up. Woo. Ah, wow. What are we playing this week? Chelsea, what are you playing? Oh, I don't... I, I'm mostly really deep in that Persona 5 hole. Tell yeah. me. Okay. Tell me it gets better. It gets so good. I beat the second palace and I'm in the middle of June. So I'm like moving at a very fast clip and it just like can't stop. Like every night I'm just going home and like, hi, Persona. Can we say what the end, can I ask what the end date is for Persona or is that a spoilery thing? I think, I don't, I don't think, is it a spoilery thing? I don't think it's I mean, a spoiler. Ashley has I don't know. I want to know like in, it, it, in I think it where ends near the end of the calendar year. Oh, but I don't okay, know the specific okay. end date. So you're halfway-ish? Ish, ish, ish? <laughs> no. Because okay. it starts in April. Oh, it starts, never mind. So like you start... It, it's like a school year, almost a full school year. Yeah, a full okay. Japanese school year. It's it, it gets... So I'm like... I think I'm 33 hours into the game, and I'm like, oh, I'm in June. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Wait, Chelsea, you just met like a fan favorite character, right? Because you just did the TV I just trip. did the first day of the TV trip, so mm. I met... Um, a catchy? Yeah. I called him yeah. Pleasant Boy because I went to bed and Sean was like, what'd you just do? And I'm like, I met Pleasant Boy, but I forgot his name. And he was Aww. like, Pleasant Boy. <laughs> Which is what the game, you know, like when they call Ryuji like vul- Vulgar Boy, that's what they call him before. I love, I love the titles the game gives to characters before you know their names. You're like... Okay, brown-haired girl. I just want to do boy. away with everyone's name and just be referred to like just be reduced to like my most basic personality. I trait. feel like mine would definitely be loud woman. <laughs> loud I think, woman. Yeah, I think this table would be all loud woman. <laughs> <laughs> Some of a really amazing like sweaty man, and you're like, yeah. oh, okay. I think I would be hungry woman. That might like yeah. everything I say just has like a hint of aggression yeah. because I'm hungry. Okay, wait. Yeah. Now I really want to do this. Okay, woman. so we have yeah. loud woman. Simone is loud woman. Ashley is hungry woman. Okay, what is Chelsea? Um, competent woman. Competent. Actually, the first adjective that comes to mind. Thank is you. Competent. A plus. A plus for me. <laughs> okay. Great job. I feel like I'm. I'm not woman. I'm definitely girl in this paradigm. Okay. You can be student. You could be like... I'm, I feel like I'm anxious student. Anxious? Something. I think that is actually true. Whiny student. Whiny student. What? Oh, my God. No, you're not whiny. Mm. You're you're just very, very anxious. Whoa, Chelsea. Oh, Chelsea. Allegra's direct boss, Chelsea, has come in with a... You know, now HR is going to be listening to this podcast like, Hello. If they weren't listening to it because I said I wanted to sexually wrestle Sora... Then they don't care. That's when they made the phone call. <laughs> yes, hello. Oh we my are God. HR. So I am still trying to get back to Persona. I haven't played it since last time we recorded the podcast, and I had gotten through that first half hour or so. I just I I need one of you to come over to my house and sit me down. Yeah, I'll do it. Okay, yeah, I'm down. I feel like we'd all be down. Yeah, this is this maybe could be like a this a, might be my weekend plan. Oh, maybe actually. we can make meatballs. Meatballs? Meatballs and Persona? Yeah. Meatballs and Meat Boys? Is Meatballs, meatballs like... and Falafel. Falafel. <gasps> oh, wait. Are those things yes. in the game? Chelsea, who are you? I, I don't know. I just want to eat those. Ashley's just hungry yeah. woman just, just wants just them. Hungry woman. Hungry, hungry woman. Circular food. I saw, I saw like the little sweat drop up here above Ashley's head actually just yeah. now. <laughs> Chelsea, have you dated anyone yet? No, no dating opportunity. It's been man. Oh, God, the no doctor. Yeah. The She's doctor. Cool. I love the doctor. The doctor. Ooh, you'll sir. love her, Simone. Will I? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Has oh, yeah. the best shoes. She does. She just has her whole style is it's good. so mm-hmm. good, and she's good. she's kind of like misunderstood and evil and interesting and using you as a guinea pig. Like, yeah, you know, who's all not? right? That's but I'm very. I still like. I have so many confidants I haven't unlocked, uh, which is. But it's all it's all very cool and just like 
every character you meet is just really weird and interesting. So yeah, I'm I'm way into the game and like the combat is just as satisfying and fun. I'm still uh, using personas is like so challenging. I think that's mm-hmm. the one thing where I'm like, am I doing this right? A lot of guessing and and kind of poking online to see if I am. Yeah. And but also, yeah, everything is fun. The combat is great. I like spent a long time in mementos and it was really fun. I'm just gonna I'm gonna take these where I'm gonna take the recording of this podcast and I'm gonna start playing it to myself as I'm falling asleep and then I'll wake up in the morning on Saturday and I'll be like, I'm so excited to play Persona 5. Even the things where you're like, I am grinding in this game, they feel I good. I love to grind. I love to grind and have it feel good. Allegro, what are you playing? <laughs> Sorry. Um can't just watching comment. Ashley's face. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, because you're like, I'm going to listen to it. Before I fall asleep, I'm just like, what? I'm so, brainwash me. Ashley did not like that are idea. No. Boring? No. I am sorry. So that when it, it'll like incept into my brain, so I'll wake up and I'll have brainwashed myself. No, That's no, the no, sound no, of Ashley bottle. crushing her plastic do not, bottle. Do not crush. <laughs> no one wants to hear bottle crush audio. I will call I Widowmaker and I will get her here so you can crush her with your yeah. thighs. Allegra. Tell me. I <laughs> okay. Great transition. Um, I'm the one who always compliments your transitions. Thank um, you. So I'm finally freed of my shackles, which oh, we will call Ever Oasis. Shackles. My Ever Oasis shackles. I have it been was liberated. Not Ever Oasis after all. Oh God. <laughs> it will, it's never again Oasis. Now. Never Ew. again Oasis. <laughs> um, yeah, I am finally, finally free. So you left that Wonder Wall behind. Don't look oh, back in anger, though. Get out of here. <laughs> well, I have to go now. You um, can't make me quit. Pun-making woman. <laughs> so I will say, <laughs> pun-making woman. Oh, my God. <laughs> no longer competent, now yeah. pun-making. Um, so last time we talked, I was in the very beginning of the game, which was just super tutorial-heavy and so plotting and so, so, so boring that it was like literally I would fall asleep every night like within five minutes of playing. Um, it got a little bit better, I guess. Um, So basically, once you get past the tutorial, like you can start fighting and Mm -hmm. like traveling and stuff. Like you mean like playing a game? It becomes a game, finally. But it's still like it does a ton of different disparate things and it doesn't do any of them super well because it's trying to do so much. Like it's trying to be a Sim City game. It's trying to be an action RPG. It's trying to be like Harvest Moon. Like it's trying to be all these very different games at once. And I like all those games separately, but I hate them mashed together, especially when the main characters are all just big-headed imps. <laughs> and it's just so, so, so annoying to just look at them. And, ugh, it's big-headed just Big-headed like, imp. <laughs> those big-headed imps. <laughs> um, but it did get a little bit better. Like, the comment was kind of fun. Did you writing the review? I did. Uh, okay. I have to go lay it out after this. Oh man! So I think I'm excited to read that. I don't want to spoil the score I gave it, but I am known to like. I was talking to Nick Robinson during uh, E3, and he was like, "Have you ever reviewed a game that you liked?" And it took me a while to think about it because I usually don't get to play games that I like. This is easily the worst game I've ever had to review. I gave it a very low score. All I can think right now is Rick Robinson. Rick Robinson. <laughs> can we call him? That? Can we wow. get him to change his Twitter handle right now? I don't campaign need, I need, motion to get him to change his name. Rick I don't Nobinson. need him to change his Twitter handle. I need him to change his legal name. Mm-hmm. Rick Nobinson. Ashley, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been trapped in um, Crash Bandicoot land. Oh, Crash Bandicoot hell for a while. Well, and you uh, not even that, a while. The review embargo is up, so I think you. Can yeah, talk about it. and I'm pretty much done writing it. It's your first review. It is my first, which is weird because it's a remaster, so it's not like. You can comment too much about the gameplay, but I still do. I mean, yeah. Um, well, it's mostly that, um, so I really wanted to because I'm a big Crash fan, and I've always really liked it. That was one of the first PlayStation games that I played with my friend. And um, the thing is, it looks amazing. Uh, the music is the same. The sounds are the same. So it's just a big nostalgia trip, and you feel warm and fuzzy and... Everything about that is great. Um, what at least I have forgotten is actually how frustrating that game is. It is not uh, easy in any way. Like, I feel like there are a lot of kind of cheaper uh, design things, and I don't know if it was just like the technological limitations at the time, 
But, um, you know, they didn't really do a whole lot to alter the gameplay, which is like kind of the experience, which I'm glad that they left alone. But um, basically, if you're playing that for like the entire weekend and you're playing nothing else, <laughs> you you might get really mad and forget like how angry this game used to make you. Um, but I feel like in short bursts, I mean, it's a great thing to revisit and... Um, Remastering all three is a really good idea instead of just doing one because everyone has their own opinions about which one is the best one. Which is which is your favorite? My favorite is the third one. Hmm. But um, as I was playing the second one, actually the second one is pretty pretty darn good too. Yeah. But you don't get to ride a tiger, so whatever. Well, that's unfortunate. I think I mean this really highlights kind of the the stress about reviewing games because you don't play them like humans would play games. Mm-hmm. You play them mm-hmm. like. In not, very long Yeah, just stints. these long sessions, and you're like, this is work now, this is not fun game time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like especially for something as precise as Crash Bandicoot ended up needing you to be, I'm glad I wasn't in your shoes. Oh, that I'm would sorry. I think it's me. just, like, you look back at games that you played growing up, and you put them on such a high pedestal because of your memories with them. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of become less critical of them because, like, you just sort of remember the experience of playing it and the fun you had. But you're not going to, like, I mean, except for some levels, you know, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, that one is, like, a total fucking bitch. (laughs) Talking about that motorcycle one, which is a bitch. You got to come in first place to advance. Like, you literally cannot go on with the game if you don't come in first place. I'm sorry. That's... Maybe it's an old game design thing, but it is bad. I mean... It is bad. Yeah, I'm wondering if, like... So each of the levels aren't actually very long, and the games themselves aren't that long, but I feel like it actually does take that long because they're designed to be, like, frustrating and, like... Mm -hmm. T- they are time-consuming. Well, I mean, these these were ideas that were, like, built in to extend the time of game because yeah. time of game used to be a th- metric that people cared about. Remember right. when that was, like, how long does it take to beat your game? And that was Yo, a thing. Yeah, I still look that up all the time. <laughs> yeah, but that's because you're a busy person with time that your time is more valuable versus then it was, like, I need more, like, I need my games to be longer. X hours of gameplay to make the money I spend. Exactly, exactly. I feel like people do still care about that, but, like, for me, it is absolutely, like, when I look at Persona, as I've said many times, I see a big number, and I'm like, oh, God. Whereas something like, I don't know, Wolfenstein, how long is Wolfenstein? Like, 30 hours? Yeah, I think 20 I'm to 30. I'm super pumped. That's a good length for me. I'm I ready I think that those, that those are, like, honestly my ideal length of game, which is, yeah. like, with those small games tucked in the middle. But, again... I don't know why I was like Persona. Give me, give me that hundred hours. Or uh, Infinite. Infinite is the other number of gameplay hours that I like. And I have only been playing Overwatch this last week. I feel so bad. I meant to download Wolfenstein: The New Order last night and start playing it. Um, and instead, I bought it this morning and then tried to remote download it to my PS4. And then I was told that I don't have enough space because mm. I have probably too many screenshots and gameplay videos saved. Uh, so all I've been thinking about all afternoon is going home, clearing off some space on my PlayStation, and starting Wolfenstein, oh, yeah. which I am so excited to do. I'm so, so well. I yeah. think we can. This will be a great thing to talk about next week because I know you're going to start oh, it yeah. and Allegra's going to start it. I'm already replaying it. I started playing it. Well, I wasn't playing it. Uh, producer Pat was playing it while I watched. <laughs> P-Pat. Okay. And I was. <laughs> P-Pat. P-Pat. Uh, and I was making a lot of very scared noises that I did not know I was capable I'm surprised of that you want to watch the playthrough because that game is like. Not what I would consider Allegra friendly. Allegra game, I know. Um, but like, I mean, it, being like, "Are you okay? Are you yeah. scared?" I was like, "I am, but it's fine. Keep playing." It I is don't know. definitely one of my favorite games. Scale but of that's... one to ten, how scary is it? Hmm. I don't know. Like, if it's scary, scary, it's scary, or just gory? It's just it's gory. Yeah, it's, it's okay. gory, and the villains are terrifying. Yeah, gory I mean, it does kind of like psychologically fuck with you. It psychologically sure. fucks with you. I do like being psychologically fucked with. It's so good though. Yeah, I cannot, it's great. I can. I I slept on that game too. I think I played it the year after it came out, and I was like, "Why did I do that?" Yeah. Tune in Same. next week for the Wolfenstein show. Basically, f- I, I think I I've seen multiple of my friends on PS4 playing it this week. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. And I, like, evangelized the hell out of it at E3 when mm-hmm. a lot of people were like, Wolfenstein. I'm like, yes, you, if you didn't play I, the first one, just go do it. Yeah, I feel sure. like it, it was definitely, like, a, a sleeper 
hit when it came out. Like I knew everyone, everyone who played it loved it, and I was just like, oh, I sh- I'll get to it, I'll get to it. And then now that um, the next one is announced, I'm like, it's the time. Mm-hmm. I've got to go, or else I'll be late. It's perfect um, because summer. I like I love summers when game releases are slow because you mm-hmm. don't feel guilty about having a bigger backlog and you can just play stuff that you like didn't get a chance to play that's like what i that always say and then i just keep going back to overwatch ah oh, i know it's the disease it's a disease it's like comfort food I hate at that this point freaking game it needs to die i love overwatch let's talk about uh what's going on in the news this week <laughs> before i start talking about overwatch uh, i feel like this is the overwatch show a lot of the time i just love that emotional roller coaster you're like i hate overwatch i love it anyway news <laughs> yeah <laughs> Anything to get me out of Overwatch land. So the uh, SNES Classic was announced this week, and it is a mad rush to try to learn to learn how to pre-order one because pre-orders are not open in the U.S. yet. No, we may, oh we God. may never get pre. Don't say that. I have Don't. been. If you look at my chat log with editor in chief Chris Grant, it is just us bemoaning the fact that we can't pre-order it. Like, every single day, it's like, still can't pre-order it. And both of us just being like, no, we want it so bad. Because he said he would pre-order one for me. Oh, that's so nice. No, I think it's going to be another hassle, I guess. Do you think they actually... Go, do you think they're actually going to fix the supply chain problem that they, they had with they the NES? Would. They said that they, they were, said that they would. They do you said. think? Hmm. I think it was actually like a kind of a black eye for Nintendo because so many people who are not like us, who are not tuned into video games all the time, wanted the NES Classic and couldn't get it. And when you have just like really, really angry consumers who do not understand, like we were getting emails from our tips inbox that were like from normal people that. Like, oh, why are you in polygons? <laughs> well, just like normal, normal moms trying to find one of them for their kids, or just like that happened with Pokemon Go too. I remember getting a bunch of tips emails being like, "Can you make my shop into a Pokestop, please?" Yeah, yeah. That, was so good. that was a good time. But uh. <laughs> so my point of that is just being like, okay, I think at that point, even regular consumers, not just like us angry video game nerd type people, not the angry YouTube. video game nerds, the show that's Ugh, us, not us. Um, but we we care, but I think other people care too, and it, it seemed like a black mm-hmm. eye for Nintendo. Yeah, like so many people who don't still play games probably grew up with one of those things and wants one. So they said they're going to fix the supply chain problem for this NES, um, and they've got uh, an awesome log of games on it. Uh, I think the one I'm most excited for is probably Final Fantasy VI slash three. Yes, yes, I haven't should played be. it. It is the best one. I'm so 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 pumped oh, for that. So good. All I know is here are the things I know about this. Good game, Mo- best Final Fantasy game actually instead of Final Fantasy VII. Best villain mm-hmm. in Final Fantasy Kefka. Mm-hmm. See, I need to, I need to be educated. Mm-hmm. I, on my other podcast last night, um, like I haven't played any of the games that are on the SNES, uh, on, on the one that's being re-released. I, I doubt that I played any of the original ones either, because again, I didn't grow up with consoles. So for me, this is kind of um, an educational opportunity. Like, we've talked about how sometimes older games don't age well, and yeah, that's fair, but these ones, I think, these, like, these all, are classic-ass mm-hmm. games. I actually feel like, and they're really important in terms of game history, which is such a dry thing, but, like, it's important. It's cool. I feel like 16-bit era games actually age the best of, mm-hmm. of all the... Yeah. Yo, I was looking at pictures of um, Donkey Kong Country versus Donkey Kong 64 last night. Donkey Kong Country came out, like, four years earlier, and it looks so much better. It's a beautiful game. And Yoshi's Island still looks really yeah. good. Mm-hmm. I, Super Mario RPG, I think, looks really good. Mm-hmm. Earthbound. I played Earthbound! Yeah. I played Earthbound for the first time ever on, last summer on the Wii U, and I was just like, holy shit, this game is amazing. Yeah, I still haven't played it. So, actually. and then I played the there. like an emulated version of Mother Three, which Ooh. holy shit, that is so like mm, I love that game. These so are, what are what are you most excited for on this on this NES Classic? Uh, I've never played Secret of Mana, so yeah. I'm excited about yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was excited about too. Like, there's a few titles where I'm like, oh man, and I I, I want to play Yoshi's Island fully. Like, I think I never finished the game, so I'm mm-hmm. I'm ready to do that. Yeah, that's um, Super Mario. RPG? Have you ever played that? No. So good. It's so good. It's really great. I didn't so have an good. SNES growing up until I think my brother and I, because we had a Genesis, so we got one 
around the time Donkey Kong Country came out. So it was very yeah. late. So my, my most of my nostalgic memories are going over to my friend's house and, and being like, no, we're playing Turtles in Time and Mario Paint right now. That was me too as a kid. I was like, we're going to sit down and play your video game console because I want to hang out with you slash your machinery. Mm-hmm. Allegra, what's, what's, you said Secret of No. Chelsea <laughs> says Secret of Money. You said Super Mario <laughs> RPG. What's so great about that? Uh, I mean, I've played it, so that's I don't know if that's the one I'm like gonna buy this console for. But that game, like if you've ever played like Paper Mario or Mario and Luigi, like it has very similar combat to that, mm-hmm. like kind of like rhythmic combat, and it's just really funny. And because it's Square Enix made it, it's like a very good mm-hmm. RPG, but in the Mario universe. So I think, like, I mean, I do love Mario, but I didn't so much growing up. Like I was more mm-hmm. of like an RPG weeb, a late convert. Um, yeah. So that was like maybe the game that got me to really appreciate the Mario universe. Also because there's like new characters in it that aren't really in any other Mario games. And I really, really liked them. Um, so they somehow made Mario more endearing to me. But basically the <laughs> combat Which is just what Mario rad. versus Rapids will do for a whole new generation. Ugh, yo, I played that this week. I don't really want to get into that. But it's not... Mm. You played. I had in issues. The you I were did. the. I think it's the only one, but I want to hear your issues. Uh, God, I just hate those rabbits, man. I hate them. I cannot. I don't want to be too negative. Endeared to them? I was not endeared to them. So I'm hoping what happened with Super Mario RPG happens with like the rabbits for me. That you the Mario characters. Also, to be fair, if you're not a tactical game person, that may. Yeah, I was gonna say if you didn't like XCOM or those types of games, and then it's definitely not. Yeah, I like Fire Emblem. So that's like strategic, but I love it's the, so slow. The Venn diagram of people who like Mario and people who play XCOM. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, there's a game for them. I mean, I feel like Mario's pretty damn universal. XCOM is pretty cool. I, I agree. I, I don't disparage either of them. I just think it's a funny contrast. Oh, yeah. Um, I just wanted to say that Until Dawn is in the uh, PS Plus free games July 2017 thing, and that game is awesome, and everyone... Oh, it's so good. If you have PS Plus, should get that freaking oh my God. game. Oh, it's, that's like... And play it with all of your friends. Thing. I love that game so Yeah, much. play it. Do not play that by yourself. Play it with, like, one or more friends. Many more. The literal why? best Halloween party that I ever had. I will tell you why, Ashley O. Thanks for asking that great illuminating question. Uh, so Until Dawn is a game uh, with a lot of like quick time actions and choices, basically. Like action choices that kind of dictate um, how the story turns out for you. Like saving this person versus saving that person. And it's a horror game about a bunch of teens being fools going to a cabin in the woods for the weekend where their friend died like a year ago. What were you thinking? Ah, oh, God, teens. Um, so we played it at a Halloween party. There were like, honestly, there were like 10 of us. It was too many, but it was perfect. So everyone is like, shouting their suggestions for what you should do at the screen because you have a bunch of choices. And then we, we started basically taking like a, a verbal, a loose verbal poll of uh, what the response should be. And we actually, it's like six hours, five or six hours long. So we ended up finishing the whole game Whoa! at that party. Cool. Yeah, baller, right? Um, and I, my biggest memory of it is there is a sequence <laughs> where the dog, there's a dog and the dog's life is potentially endable, unfortunately. Um, So at this point, we're like many hours in. We're all really stressed Mm -hmm. and really scared. Like, it's down to the point where there are exactly three people who are capable of still playing this game because the rest of us are too scared. We're like, no, I'm out. Like, you know that feeling when you're playing a horror game and you're just like, you don't want to move forward because Mm -hmm. you're so Mm freaking... We're all at that point. And... Of the three people that were left, um, one one tapped out. She was too scared to continue. The other is she has like a, a dog. Like she has dogs. So she really, really cannot handle the idea of dogs getting hurt. I had to play the entire sequence. I was the only person entrusted with the ability to keep this goddamn dog alive. It was the most stressful half hour of my entire life like double checking the wiki pages because we were not going to let that dog die it was at the point where it was not about playing the game it was about following meticulous instructions keep that dog. to keep the dog alive <sighs> there's so and many I did it 
The dog lived. Oh, thank God. I dog, the dog lived. I'm so I'm glad. So yeah, it's my crowning achievement in life. Uh, the, one of the coolest, this is like, this game is the only reason, reason probably to own a PlayStation camera because I don't know if you guys have ever seen this feature, but if you own the camera, it films you, starts filming you right before the jump scares. So then it like catches your reactions oh to the gosh. jump scares wow. and then you can go back and watch them and then share them which is just oh it's that's so my good God. that's I, so cool there's just one where I'm like huddled on the couch like because I know something's about to happen and I was just like no and please send us your compilation yeah, yeah no so actually uh, Sean put them up on YouTube so I'll find oh, this is like some Six Flags roller coaster shit yeah <laughs> It's so it's so really fuck, but it's just so Except like satisfying to, and amazing to watch this stuff. It's hilarious. You don't have to pay like twenty dollars to get. I just want like footage. to print out a still from that video. Yeah. Oh, you put yeah. it on my fridge. Oh yeah, we'll see it four as stills in a row. Every video that we make from now on. Okay, let's actually take a second here to talk about Zip Recruiter. Are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job? posting, listing. Do you really know? There's a lot of choices out there and we have a great option for you and it is called ZipRecruiter. With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to 100 plus job sites with just one click, taking all that, uh, all the mundanity of making all those postings out of your life. You can get matched with the right people for your job listing better than anyone else by using ZipRecruiter. And that's why ZipRecruiter is different. Unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. It does all the work, all the work for both of you. In fact, over 80% of jobs posted on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just 24 hours. No juggling emails or calls to your office. You can screen, rate, and manage candidates all in one place with ZipRecruiter's easy to use dashboard. So convenient. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And if you are listening to this right now, my listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, for free. If you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Polygon. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Polygon. Z-I-P Recruiter dot com slash polygon post a job for free check it out thank you so much ZipRecruiter for supporting the polygon show should we talk about some emails let's talk about email emails. o'clock email o'clock Ding yay dong. let's play that that classic email jingle that goes into the email section of the podcast emails emails it's okay it's not gonna happen from olivia hi all Thanks for making this cool show. I've got a question for you. If you could have any made-up animal from a video game, what would it be? Donald Duck. And then I'd wrestle him. <laughs> I would flatten his feathery body under mine. Who does he think he is just walking around with a shirt and no pants and a hat even? Me with a ribbon summer. on it? Yeah, me, literally me in my apartment in the summer. <laughs> okay, wait. Does this mean like a fictional animal or an animal like a made-up species of animal? I'm going to say it could be either. I can't think of an answer for either oh, version. A Moogle for me. Oh, okay. Obviously. That's good. What about good. like a World of Warcraft mount? Like they have some cool, like you wouldn't need to ride the subway to work anymore because you could ride a griffin or something. Does a Pokemon count as a made-up animal? Sure. Yes. Yeah, okay. Actually, no, because Pokemon are real now. Oh, fair. So. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I already have yeah. a Charmander then, so I'm good. <laughs> No, that's a good answer, though. I would have so many Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have a Trico and bring him to work. It's fine. A what? What? A Trico. Trico? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He would, like, destroy the building by that's, accident. That's also fine. <laughs> that's fine. I, I am imagining, like, you... This is Trico from The Last Guardian, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm imagining, like, him scaling the outside of our skyscraper and delivering you directly to your desk at the wind by the via the window. Oh, my God. Oh, actually... a. A nicer, more like tame answer is dog meat. I want a, oh, dog oh, meat! Oh, such a good, yeah. what a good boy! I love German I shepherds. Guess technically, so dog meat is a made-up animal, yeah. even though he is a German shepherd. But he's so smart, so you know he does a lot of good things. Gosh, yeah, I'm de- I'm definitely into my my uh, D- Donald Duck. Really, am oh, I wait, into that? Ashley, why haven't we said Morgana? <gasps> 
I'm Morgana. We well, already have Morgana. <laughs> you are Morgana. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> From Kitty Unpretty, loving the show. Listening to Allegra's completely valid critiques of Ever Oasis and why it is a garbage game, I found myself thinking, okay, but this sounds like my garbage. I, parentheses, I think someone had even suggested it to me before it had come out, recalling how I had once gone missing for five days because I could not stop playing Fantasy Life. I went so far <laughs> as to download the demo, though I ultimately decided it was not worth $40 of my kind of garbage. This isn't the first time I've done this, and I consider this distinct from when I went bleh, when I check out a game out of spite, i.e. when the bad reviews are, quote-unquote, this game is unrealistic because girls. Have any of you ever had the experience of listening to or reading a negative game review and thinking... You are probably completely right, but also I am the target demotrashic for this hot mess, and I want it. <laughs> demotrashic. 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 Yes. Oh. Wow. Are they the only one who does this on the regular? Keep up the good work. Also. <laughs> oh wow! I, I love that. Am have that has that. <laughs> I can think of a really good example. Do it. I bought a game one time. Oh my god! I was going to call it Princess Maker, but that's the game that Ashley hates, and I have not bought that one. Uh, Princess Debut. It's a game that I bought. What the fuck? <laughs> Which unsurprisingly got negative reviews across the board, but I bought it because I knew I would love it, and I did because one, it was Japanese, so all the characters were cute. Two, so the whole point, yes, the whole point was you were this princess, and you had to learn how to dance really well, and you could woo like I think there were a couple different <gasps> princes. So it's basically like a rip, a really, really, really easy rhythm game with tons of cute characters. Imagine, it took like two hours. Imagine that I'm pounding my fist on the table right now. And as I enunciate, this is my garbage. Exactly. <laughs> it was my garbage. And literally it got like 3.0 from everyone. They're like, do not buy this. This is trash. And Fools. I was like, mm, but you can be a cute princess and marry a hot prince. So I'm going to buy it day one. Thank you. <laughs> and I do not regret it. Yes, I sold it a week later, but I loved every minute of it. How much was it? What platform was it for? Tell me more. Nintendo DS. I think it was $30. No. I literally, I think I pre-ordered it. Oh my so this, I loved it. This is again one of those classic games that is lost to time because uh, the DS is just so outdated. I've been thinking so. about Princess Debut a lot lately. Actually, I might try to rebuy it. <laughs> God, it was so anyone good. else have any other examples? I honestly, I feel like I do, but I can't remember one right now. So I'm going to think about this for the next week or the rest of my life. Is it bad that I can think of so many more examples? For no, I, no, I think, think that just awesome. actually says that like you should definitely, it's almost like, I feel like this way for movies a lot more often, I feel mm -hmm. like, where I'm like, okay, Rotten Tomatoes says this is a 37%, but I'm probably going <laughs> to enjoy it. Uh, that's probably how I feel about Drive Angry then, in that case. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Classic Drive Angry starring Nicolas Cage. A good film, yeah, that I love. No, I mean, there's just the there's things where you know you're like, this is a dumb action flick, and I need that yeah. in my brain, and you just that's. But for game reviews, I just feel like I I take stuff from like based on this specific critic because I'm like mm -hmm. this critic totally didn't like this game. I'm probably gonna love it. I love it. Hey, Polly pals from Ryland. The new show is amazing, and you are all wonderful. If you could or had to use any video game character as your daily transportation to get to work, which would you choose? Note, the character can be any species, but you must ride on their back as if they were a horse. Hope this leads to some awesome fan art. Ryland. That's a good one. Oh my god, I f we kind of half covered this in the made-up animal one. I almost want to say Arisa, but she's so slow. Arisa from she's really you don't creepy. you don't like yeah. to ride the robot lady with the four legs. No. Why not? Why no. not? Why not? I don't. Ashley's why so skeeves me out so much. She's a beautiful. She has too many legs and they're very close together. But she also stands up. I don't. I'm just not into it. But this I is, respect your decision. This is definitely like an ongoing, I guess, conversation slash meme on the internet. Is like thinking about centaurs. And then thinking about how they have two rib cages and how that's super fucked up. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, I, right? I never want to think about that. You and gotta, now I will always think about I'm that. Now i got to think about that. Where are their oh. organs? Where are they keeping them? I hate that so much. I know, right? Do they have, they have too so many, many organs? Maybe they have multiple stomachs like cows do mm. because they, I mean, they have so many 
so much. Well, they room, at least probably man. have multiple hearts because they have a lot of blood. Think about how their spine Think is so messed up. Think about how often they get hunted. They have so much meat on them and so many organs. Is it cannibalism? Can... Uh, it depends on what half. Yeah. So I don't think no. that that's true. I don't. No, I'm with Ashley. The, if you eat the horse half, it's not cannibalism. Yeah, you're just eating horse meat. That's what I mean. They do that all over the world. Yeah, Simone. What, wait, that's not fucked up. But what is? Did centaurs have two different kinds of meat? Because like they a, have a human a white half meat and yeah. a dark horse? meat. Yeah, yeah, they would. <laughs> I mean, guess we got two on one and chicken, find out. Right? White and dark Are, meat, mm, you yeah. can still have that if you're a centaur. But that's just fast and slow muscle. That's what causes the different yeah. kind of meat. But so. maybe, so maybe they have like four different types of meat. I don't know. Well, humans are pro- most like pigs, apparently, in terms of meat. And horses are probably red meat. Weren't we mm-hmm. supposed horses to think about meat. transportation <laughs> animals? No, I only want to eat okay. animals. All right. Um, okay. Animals, video game animals that I, or characters, characters, not just animals. Let's not limit this to animals. It could be a perfectly sentient being that you could ride to work. What about like on the shoulders of my boyfriend Garrus from Mass Effect? That's fine. It'd probably be pretty Oh, but you have to be on their back. Oh, shit. You're right. Mm -hmm. Wait, I can't ride Garrus crawling on all fours to work (laughs) through Manhattan. (laughs) I mean, you could. I could and I will. Instead of on my back, can I get a ride like Sonic does from Tails and just be like holding on with one arm? No. Like a horse. (laughs) Ride on their back as if they were a horse. I want to ride Lord of the Mountains. Ooh. Oh. Explain. Lord of the Mountain is uh, a magical being in Breath of the Wild. Oh, I would ride any of the actual horses from Breath of the Wild to work because oh, they're yeah. so pretty. They're, they're so pretty. pretty. I got a blue horse, like with blue spots, and I made his mane blue, and he's beautiful. Aww. And his name is Wesley. Oh, <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, wow. I, I want to think about characters that I would actually ride. Me I, too. I, I really, because we have so much potential here, so much opportunity. Oh, I would pick um, in Shadow of Mordor, they have those Caragors. That uh, sometimes orcs ride, but you can ride also. If you don't know what a caragor is, it's like a really huge, like hulking beast. They, I mean, Are I don't they like it's direwolf like kind of things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, it's like halfway between wolf and other just miscellaneous beast. They're terrifying, and what you can do is like you can run really fast with them, and then they'll maul people people for you. And then like you, you know, he shakes his little head, and the body kind of flings around. So and this then you is keep how you running. get through rush hour in Manhattan. Yes, I have an option, and it's Prince Sidon from Breath oh, of the Wild. Oh yeah, I would ride on his back down the Hudson. Uh, and that I, that way, I would a skip the subway trap. Subway is really bad in, in uh, New York right now. Th- at this moment in time, a pigeon er, was literally murdered by a crow, and its rip- living heart was ripped from its chest. Oh my god! That literally happened the other day. No. I didn't see it happen. And also the A train article. And also the A train derailed. Was, Everything is bad. I, I would skip the trains. I would ride Prince Sudan's back oh, like Prince a horse, but in the water. God. And he would be, and then he would say nice compliments to you the whole ride and get you super pumped for work. Oh, I'd be super pumped Aww. for something. Okay, my first thought for this is very disturbing, but yes. <laughs> is it more disturbing than cannibalism and pigeon murder? <laughs> Probably not. But um, so in Fire Emblem, there's like a whole class of characters that are like perpetually on horses like they're on horseback so my thought was this one guy Xander who like is always on a horse but I would be on his back he'd be on all fours on top of a horse and I would be sitting on him this is perfect for a double decker why ride why is he on all fours on the horse he has to be it's the rules for the prompt like, like Ryland his... gave us rules yeah but you can still be on his back like almost like a piggyback like hold could oh, you piggyback a horse no, but piggyback I have to ride him, him like who a is horse. on the horse. Yeah. This was my disturbing first thought, Ashley. It was not rational. Someone should draw that. Yeah. I really want to. I just love this visual of what him on all fours card on a jockey? horse. Oh, those horses are really cute. You could play cards on your way to work and make them have babies. Yeah. Here's That's a question weird. from Drew Davenport. Last week during the video game co-host question, you mentioned that Waluigi has never had his own game. 
What would that game look like, and what what would its charming title be? Oh no, you want me to be funny on purpose? This is like Cool Games Inc. Oh, territory God. right now. This is the Cool Games Inc. edition. This isn't, this isn't Yadru Answers, is it? Shit. Waluigi's Fun Time Palace. Waluigi's Wacky World. Here we go. It is... Um, What's shoot? What was that game where you like stock a clothing shop for people? Style savvy. Style savvy. Waluigi's wonderful world of wearables is the show. The game. The game, not the show. Because when you see Waluigi, you just think high fashion. (laughs) Waluigi's world of wearables, and you uh, design outfits that have to contain the color purple. Have to. It's the rules, um, and you try. You you do your best to go around the city and campaign to make dressing like Waluigi um, popular and a good idea. And then eventually, if you get enough people, they they start growing their mustaches, their pointy mustaches out, and they start wearing purple, and they all dress like you. And then in the end, if you the entire city is full of Waluigi's, it's Waluigi's just wonderful world, and that's the game. <laughs> The Waluigi's taking, World of I'm wearables. taking this pitch deck to Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I've you know I've been talking with Reggie on the side, and uh, we have some some stuff drawn up, some contracts in the process of being signed. I, I have signed an NDA, but I trust all you listeners to not spread the idea of Waluigi's Wonderful World yeah, of Wearables, because like if that idea gets out. I, I, my deal with Nintendo would fall through. I'd probably lose all my money. They might sue me. I might um, become homeless. Like, a lot could happen. Um, so please just keep that idea super, super secret to the show only, you know, just between us. Like Pinky swear. Me and my 10,000 best friends. Some genre that Nintendo has never tackled that I would love to see them tackle, and I think Waluigi would be a very good character for this. Military shooter. Military shooter? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking Waluigi's World War. <laughs> Waluigi World at War. Wow, you just laughed That's so hard good. at your own joke, you nerd. World War Waluigi. That was not what I was thinking, but I right. love that um, Waluigi. Of so duty. there's just a whole Waluigi universe now. But I was thinking I really want to see them do like a walking simulator. Like a gone home style. Oh my God. And I feel like Waluigi's character we have not psychologically explored to an adequate degree. And I feel like a gone home, a fire watch, what remains of Edith Finch, like something like that would be very and they're ripe exploring for potential like here with Boo's Waluigi. Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Like just slowly plotting through Boo's house. Picking up objects. Going through Waluigi's diary. You know, and he's narrating it and he's just <laughs> saying like wah over and over. But it's just like this extremely eloquent yeah. thing in subtitles where it's like <laughs> I remember being 13, the acne, the love, the love loss, like just like very deeply felt emotional (laughs) dialogue. Did Waluigi ever have like a a very faint teen mustache? Like when that's what we'll find out, in. man. He definitely did. I'm sure he He's did. And more fedoras. For it. Yeah. I actually want to see Waluigi in his own game, like trying to clear his name mm-hmm. like his reputation because people just think so low of him and I just want him to go on this big fucking quest this big shamanic quest even to find himself and to prove to other people that he is a worthy human being of being loved and he is Aww. a good person what Aww. happens if you lose what happens if you fail you get thrown into jail that's <laughs> like your life. Yeah. That's the Waluigi dichotomy. You either have to be loved or you just gotta you go to jail. jail. That's bad. From Thomas Wilson, last episode you mentioned watching someone play the Switch on the subway and that you thought it was cool. As someone who does this at least once a week in NYC, would you say this is a majority opinion? Where slash when is too weird to play the Switch in public? Oh, Simone, you know a lot about this. Do I? Oh, yeah, because yeah, I do. you just did yeah. it. You just did your competitive so, yeah, switching. Yeah, we at we at, at we three literally. Why can't I talk today? At E three, we did uh, in the last ten minutes of the show. Pat and Rick Nobinson and I uh, took our switch and we raced around the show floor trying to play in as many um, inappropriate places as possible, aka like in the Xbox booth and in the Sony booth and um, on top of a car, uh, someone's fancy fancy car. It was such a nice car. I personally don't think there is any place that is too weird to play the Switch, especially when it's in handheld mode. Because it, it, I feel like a lot of people just look at it and be like, "That look at that big old handheld 
console. It's not really any weirder than like seeing the DS or a Game Boy on the subway. Um, weirder than maybe a cell phone. Not as weird as seeing an iPad. I was thinking iPad. iPads are really yeah. big. Yeah. They're really big. I mean, at least you're not trying to p- take pictures with your Switch. I mean, Chelsea, have you played the Switch on the subway? Oh, yeah. I played See? Street yeah. Fighter on the subway, which I felt like I was just doing a lot of like tense <laughs> fighting moves. If you set the Switch up uh, no. on the floor of the subway and then use the detached Joy-Cons to play arms with motion controls, that, that is too weird. That is Stop too weird. Doing that. <laughs> and also, I feel like you're infringing on Showtime's kind of uh, ennui bullshit, so don't do that. <laughs> I yeah I know I think playing the switch is fine. I've played it on the the subway. I played it on the ferry. It's no switch shaming. If you're looking for switch shaming, you're not gonna find it here. No. But what you will find is the end of the show. Oh, that was a good segue. That was very I'm good. Sorry. I no. liked it. <laughs> Hey, and it's that time again where I say thank you, oh my god, thank you to everyone who has rated the show on Apple Podcasts because a lot of you have taken the time to do that. I actually had someone at work, an intern at work, uh, Michael, come up to me and say that he was going to rate the show on, on Apple Podcasts. And that's so cool. I've got people in real life making genuine promises to me. And, of course, I, I then responded that we should make a blood pact and we did. Uh, we made a blood pact right there in the the cafeteria at Vox Media, and um, now we like there's a little bit of my blood in him, a little bit of his blood in me. And once he rates the show on iTunes, his soul will then belong to him once again. If anyone else would like to make a blood pact with me, um, mm. honestly, there's no need to. Like I trust you guys to rate the show because you know how cool it is when. It goes up and the charts and then other people find the show and then other people listen to the show and then more people will draw Allegra riding a Fire Emblem <laughs> character riding a horse. And I think that that is something we can all agree. We, that's we, the goal. I really Can we want give a that. thank you to Vron? Because <gasps> yeah, oh, yeah, they the drew really cute fan art. amazing oh my God. fan art and it's probably the cutest thing ever. And I, I'm dead. Okay, Vron on Twitter. Um... Anu Anu is the the handle. It's A-N-U-A-N-E-W. Um, and they drew some super freaking cute fan art of us that we tweeted. It's like the most beautiful thing. Yeah. I got my anyway. hair color perfectly right, so thank you. Awesome. So thank you all for listening to this episode of The Polygon Show. We'll be back next week once again to talk about Wolfenstein, probably. I hope. I better. Hold me at gunpoint and make me play that game. Thanks, everyone, so much. This has been The Polygon Show.